to, and uh, they just they just uh, happy people, yeah. encouraging people, got right in here, and I love the fact that they're sitting right here. Some of y'all were scared to sit on the front. I didn't know what it was. But here they are right up near the front. Amen. And probably because they, they, they couldn't get a seat right there. <laughs> We're glad we're here tonight. And uh, and and uh, looking forward to just enjoying what God is doing Amen. Uh, in in all of us and what God's doing in their life. Amen. Amen. God is God's putting something together in what's happening. Yes, yes, Amen. Yes, Acts chapter 13 and verse 22 tonight. Uh, a little bit of context before we read it. The apostle Paul is uh, kind of preaching. What he's actually doing, and he is—he's uh, uh, got an opportunity to share his testimony, to witness, to tell about God, to speak about the Lord, and he—he he begins to kind of go through the history of Israel just a little bit uh, to show what God did in their history to bring them to what God is doing now. I mean, believe. I mean, knows God is doing stuff. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Thank God for history. Amen. Yes. And that helps us to get some context that God's working now. Yes, he is. And, and so in the process of bringing these folks up to speed in verse 22, uh, he says, And when he had removed him, talking about Saul, who had grown prideful, uh, his king, God removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, this is New Testament preaching. New Testament believers, the apostle believed me, New Testament people in our times, in other words, these times, the church age, needed to know about a fellow by the name of David who God raised up and the Lord himself testified how many would like to have God testify about you? Amen. 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 Uh, that, that's just that, that's just too much to think about. Right? That, that's an awesome thought. To have God testify about you. He gave testimony and said, I have found David. Yes. Wouldn't you like to hear God say, I have found, I'm going to testify. I want to testify tonight. I have found Ryan LaRue. Amen. Amen. And go on to say about David, this son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill. All. He's looking for somebody who will fulfill all his will. And he knows when he finds this man after his heart, he'll do it. Yes. And God testified of that tonight. Amen. I want to talk to you for a few minutes about looking into the heart of God tonight. Lord, I thank you for your word tonight. I ask you to give me strength. I pray that you would give us, Lord, tonight wisdom. 
Amen. To be able to impart what the Spirit would say to the, the church. Amen. I, I, need, I, I need you to work with me tonight, Lord. I believe that that is what you're desiring of us. Amen. We want you to, to, to minister to our hearts and minds. Amen. This evening in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you tonight. Amen. Now, David was in the field. I want you to just kind of get a picture, if you can, of this, this young man who uh, was tending his father's sheep. This young man who was uh, out there many times without a doubt uh, by himself. Um, maybe somewhat out of sight, out of mind, somewhere back down on the back 40 of uh, the pasture laying in the hills somewhere taking care of sheep. Many nights, no doubt, spent under the stars tending his responsibilities, doing what his father had asked him to do and maybe somewhat forgotten certainly when the prophet come looking for a son of Jesse to anoint king uh, David was kind of like an afterthought every other boy was paraded by first almost forgotten somewhere back down in the field with the sheep but David had certainly without doubt spent much time out in nature, out in the wilderness, out or out in the, the the pastures and the fields, stood out there, no doubt, and had the sun beat down on his neck, burning a little red, wind burned from the wind, uh, the elements and all of that becoming stronger because of it, no doubt, but. Listening to the sounds of birds and the sheep and probably smelling sometimes like sheep and perhaps wondering, you know, if when will my day come? Those kind of thoughts. But somehow, something in David, one day he must have looked up at the stars and and, and, and just something in his heart, he, he must have spoken, no doubt, with his mouth, perhaps in a spontaneous song. He was a songwriter and loved music and things. I, I don't know you very well, God, but I want to know you. I want to know about you. I want to know who you are. I want to know what you're about. I want to know what my purpose is. What's my life about? And I don't know what he saw looking up into the stars and perhaps listening to the sound of his own voice echo maybe down in the holler. But at some point God began to take notice of this young man. And behind that ruddy face, behind that 
frame of a boy, somewhere down deep inside was a heart unlike anything the world had ever seen before. Amen. And one day the Spirit of the Lord came upon the prophet Samuel and said, I have rejected Saul and I have chosen, I have found a young man that has a heart after me. He wants the things that I want. He's a young guitar player. Well, maybe it was a heart. I wonder if some folks, you know, in David's time might have thought of him kind of like, you know, this aspiring musician. That boy, he just, he thinks he's going to be a, a guitar player. Uh, out there practicing his songs all the time. Uh, but, but God, God says, this boy has a heart that is hungry for the things that fill my heart. And I, I've heard his songs when he didn't think anybody was listening. Amen. Prophet, I want you to go tell him what I think of him. <laughs> I think he's a king. I think that he is unlike any other person that has ever lived. And what was it about him that made him like that? I don't know about you, but I want a heart that just is a heart after God. That's right, yes. That's right. Amen. But I also understand that you just don't wake up one day and say, okay, I'm going to love God more today. Uh, people talk about falling in love, right? And I do believe that we have power to direct our, our, our emotions if we, will, if we will get our thinking right. I've counseled with couples that, that, that have claimed to have fallen out of love. And I've told them uh, something that it's, it, this God spoke to a church that had lost their first love. They go do the first works. So you remember those things you did when you were dating? Start doing them again. That's right. Because if you'll get your actions and your thinking right, the heart will follow. That's right. I do Amen. believe that that, that, that that you can do that. And God, God was, you know, counseling that church through the uh, John the Revelator. But, but I, I, I don't think that you just just because you say, well, I want my heart to have greater love for God. Just by thinking that, that it's going to happen. But I want to tell you tonight what I believe is key to us getting that kind of heart. Now, before I do, I want you to imagine for just a moment what kind of eruption there would be in the heart of God if he looked down at Rector, Arkansas, at New Life Christian Center, and he saw, amen, all of these folks who are here tonight, and every one of them, he looked at them and he said, I want to testify about those folks. Amen. Called their names and said, they have a heart after me. 
I mean, just finding one was enough for to give us countless chapters in the Bible. Uh, uh, books of the Bible, the books of Psalms. Uh, just, just finding one man that was after God's own heart. Now, I, I made the statement, I think it was Wednesday night, that, that if you did away with all the books of the Old Testament except the book of Psalms, you could rebuild pretty much everything that we know from about God just from the book of Psalms. Yes. It's there in the Psalms. Uh, there, there's just, it, it, it's powerful. It flowed out of the heart of this man whose heart was after the heart of God. And if God would look down, he would see not just one or two or three, but he would see an entire group of people that every one of them had a heart after him. I, I'll tell you what, I think bears and lions would be running for the king. Amen. 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 They'd say, Congress Ridge ain't big enough for both of us. I gotta get out of here. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, but, but what caused it to happen? I want to talk to you about this business of beholding and becoming tonight. Amen. If we will, first of all, study the emotions of God, what moves God, what, uh, what affects Him, what gets something going inside of Him, if we will study that and if we will obey His commands and if we will contend for the fullness of His power, we are going to see something unprecedented happen around us. Amen. And first of all, I want us to just zero in a little bit on this business. It's been burning in my heart. Amen. But what do we do? How, how about getting it, finding out about the emotions of God? Amen. Now, here's how it happens. If you begin to look for and study and concentrate on and gaze into the heart of God, you will get a heart like his. Yes, amen. If you start looking at the fiery emotion that God has in love for us, you will get a heart that is fiery with emotion of love for him. I'm talking about how to love God more. I believe you can do it tonight. I believe every one of us can, can, can do that tonight. How do you get a heart like that? You study God's love for you, and then you'll start loving Him more. I can back that up with Scripture, and I will. But as we start looking at the inner life of God, amen, it's going to affect our inner life. We start getting divine information about things like what God feels about human beings and what God feels about you and me individually and, and about our personalities and our likes and dislikes and our place in history, all of that. When you start studying the heart of God, you will begin to understand those things better. Listen to me tonight. I want to just go to the Word of God here for just a moment. I want you to look at 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. Brother Joshua, you got it for us? Amen. But we all with open face beholding as in a glass or mirror, the glory of the Lord. What is the glory of God? I don't think you can describe the glory of God any better. I mean, the center, the core of that is His passion and His love for us. When you start 
beholding that, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. The Holy Ghost will begin to change you if you start staring into the heart of God. Hey, what do you do? You gaze into there. And I'm telling you, it will stun you. It will shock you when you begin to realize the passion that God has toward you. Yeah. It'll transform the way you live when you begin to realize those kind of things. Whatever we behold, we understand about God's heart toward us. That's what our heart will become like toward yeah. Yeah. him. Yeah. If you behold a stingy God, you'll get a stingy heart. But if you start seeing him like he really is, like Paul wrote about, the Spirit will transform you into something glorious for the sake of God's kingdom. Now, David was a student of that. I mean, he had a Ph.D. in it. He was, he was a Rhodes Scholar in God's heart, God's emotions, the things that moved God. And no doubt, that's why he loved to play upon the heart. Amen. There's something about it when, when, when Sister Kirsten starts to sing. There's something about it when our praise singer begins to, when, when Sister Kim begins to build him a throne. That, that, that just begins to, it, it, it moves God and it moves us when that happened. And David would play upon that heart. It drove evil spirits mad. It drove them away. Amen. Those evil spirits would play and, and, and just tr trouble and turmoil uh, as much as they could. Saul, amen. But David would come and play upon his heart and it would drive those spirits away. Devil's been bothering you. Maybe you need a song. Preach. Preach. You know, Paul and Silas just pulled out an old hymn. That's right. It shook the Philippian jail. It broke barriers and, and, and bondage and, and chains and, and set them free and left them in and said, What what I gotta do? You just tell me what I gotta do. Amen. That that can happen when we begin to lift up a song to the Lord when we begin to give our praise to God. Why? Because we, if we're learning what God loves, if you're doing it to entertain, you'll never get there. I've seen Christians sing that would just reach down and pull something out and just sing so beautifully. It was just incredible. Man, I'm sitting there just, oh, I just want to praise the Lord. They get to the end of the song and they just stand there. It just blew my mind. I mean, I was lifted to a point in worship. That song brought me to that point. And they, they just end with the song. They don't have any concept of that. They, I guess they've never been around it or something. But there's something about that. And, and I'm telling you tonight that, that if we will get a desire to gaze into, to look into, to learn about what God loves, yeah. what God likes, what God cares about, too many folks are trying to figure out what God wants to send them to hell. Amen. What we need to be finding out, just what does God like? What's he enjoying? What's he, Amen. Know, that, that, that's what I want to know about God. And if we'll get consumed with that, I am telling you tonight, you let that become your primary preoccupation and something will change in you. Listen to the words tonight of the psalmist David. Amen. Go ahead and give that clap to the Lord. Hey, you, you get some red-hot, fiery, passion burning in us with a love.
love for God. It'll change the way we pray. It'll change the way we worship. It'll change the way we act. It'll change the way we prioritize. It'll change a lot of stuff about us. And it'll be evidence that we people after God's heart. Listen to what David said. One thing have I desired of the Lord. Psalms 37 and 4. And that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Now, we quoted to that point, and we just kind of let it drop off and don't really trail off, you know. We don't, we don't really hear the rest of it. To behold yes. the beauty yes. of the Lord. Amen. To inquire in His temple. We're going to the, the temple, the place of worship. Amen. We've been praying the tabernacle. Amen. What, what are we doing there? We're just not there to learn about the tabernacle. We're just not there to learn about the altar and the, 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 the labor and the candlesticks and the shellbread and the incense and all that stuff and the Holy of Holies. And we're, we're just not there to learn about all of that stuff. We're inquiring yeah. the Lord. Yeah. And what we really want to do is see His glory. We're there to see His glory. And if we can get a glimpse, and I'm telling you there's a God who loves to let folks get a glimpse into his glory. Amen. He loves to do that. But he's, you, you've got to desire it. You've got to want it. Amen. He's not going to cast pearls before swine. He's looking for somebody that's hungry for it. But if you get a heart after it, enough you say, I can't miss prayer meeting. I can't get there. I'm not just going to pray. Amen. Just to check off the calendar and say I was there Tuesday night, but I come here because I want to look into some things. I want to press those curtains open. I want to step in there and I want yes. to walk in there. And I want to get past not just one curtain, but into that second. And I'm going for that third one because I want to see the glory of God. I want to see what's really at his heart. I've read his book. I'm still reading his book. I'm learning stuff every day reading his book. But I want to see his heart. And that's why I'm there. And that's what I'm pursuing. And David said, I'm, I'm done all the days of my life. This is what I want to do. I want to behold the beauty of God. Right. You are in his temple. And David had more insight into what burns in the heart of God than any man that had ever lived up to that point. He became a different kind of man. So much so that he created his own whole new category. He, nobody fits in this category. Old Testament, he was a man after God's own heart. Why? Because he dared to gaze. Yes. Into the glory. He was unafraid. He was passionate. Amen. He desired to gaze into the glory of God. And when he did that, something began to happen in his own heart that began to cause him to be moved on the inside. It would erupt in a song, and not just one song, but he'd write hundreds of songs. Amen. He just couldn't stop writing songs. He became king and he still wrote songs. Amen. There was something burning in the inside of him. Hallelujah. He fought battles, killed giants, and then he'd go write a song. There was something on the inside. He wasn't content just to be king. He wasn't content to say, I'm a successful guy. He said, I got to write a song. They'd say, David is still his 10,000s. But David didn't care. He'd be back at the, back at the palace somewhere in the room picking up the harp and said, Come on, Lord, listen to me. I got, I got, ooh, and I feel something in my spirit right now. I'm getting goosebumps all over my goosebumps right now. I'm talking about something I feel like is going to transform us. Yes, amen. Amen. If we get yes, in our heart, yes, man. Said, I got to see the glory of God. I just don't want to see and learn things about Him. I don't want to know 
sorry to kind of single me out here tonight. You know, I don't mean to embarrass nobody. Amen. But we really don't know each other. But I can kind of say, oh, yeah, I don't mean, I don't mean to right. But that's the way some folks relationship with God is. Come on. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I'll tell you right now, I don't know what color you like. I don't know what your favorite fruit is. I don't know what kind of food. You may be a vegetarian. I don't know nothing. I don't know now, now, I get on Facebook, perhaps, because I know that this, this lady has a Facebook page, at least. I know that much. And then, and I can probably look at her profile. I learn a few things about her, right? But I don't even know her even then. That's right. I'll tell you one thing. I know something about that lady. <laughs> yeah. I know something about her. Amen. I can tell you, sometimes something happened, and I, I don't even have to look at her. I don't even know her face is about to get, and her blood pressure is about to get up. <laughs> sometimes I just hear something said, man, and I don't have to look at her. I know there are a bit tear in her eye. That's, that's things that moves her. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know something about her heart. God's looking for somebody. Who says, Oh, the days are not. Lord, I want, I want to inquire in his temple because I want, yes. I want to see his glory. Amen. I just don't want to hear about him and all the, you know, the, the, the things that describe the profile of God and all of that. Listen, don't misunderstand me tonight. I am not minimizing the scriptures. That's they right. are pertinent. They are so important. Yeah. You need to learn what they can reveal to you about God. If you really have a heart after God, David himself said, that word if I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Why? Because he didn't want to lose the favor of God, the love right. of God. Amen. He was looking at that love and he was gazing at that love. He said, I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that. So I need to know what he says. And, what it, and so I'm going to study all of that. But at the same time, amen, it, he was looking past just the book itself till he caught up the book. And that's what's got given us tonight. we got to start looking past the book. Amen. Into what is behind that. What kind of heart would give us this kind of book? I'm talking about God that loves people who desire to behold and listen to the glory of His heart tonight. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. My pastor, when I was when I was just young minister, told me one time he'd say on Sunday, Amen. He said, I dug deep today. He said something will happen tonight. Sometimes you get to dig and deep. It's going to happen right then. But oh, you're preparing the soul. Something's going to happen. I feel like, I feel like Tuesday night's going to be different. Yeah, something's going to happen because we're, we're pulling back curtains here. Amen. Some, somebody said, I, 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 you know, okay, we've been doing this a little while. I'm starting to get down. I got my little my little handout about praying the tabernacle. Amen. I, I, I can remember the order they follow in now. I'm getting a little more comfortable with it. By the time you start getting comfortable with it, it's when it quits working. Because you've got, right. you got to start with this hour to see what it is that the Lord wants to reveal to you that is him to the world. Amen. But he's revealing to them that love him. Amen. Is it true or is it not? Let me share this next scripture with you here. Amen. I found in the word of God. You're going to love this one. It's real straight and to the point. It don't waste any time. Amen. 1 John 4 and 19. We love him because he first loved 
us. Amen. Why do we love him? Why do we love him? Because we're looking at him and shaking our heads. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Right. Greater love hath no man than he would lay down his life. That's right. I ain't never seen nothing like this. We love him because he first loved us. Amen. You want to love him more, start looking at his love. Yes. Learn how much he loves you. And you will fall in love with him. The singer songwriter years ago said, I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. You know what I'm saying? He gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between the Lord and I. I keep falling in love with him over and over. And you just kind of feel like that. Just keeps on going over and over and over and over. And just happens again and again and again. And the more and more, the closer we get. That's what it happens when we understand we love him because he first loved us. We start looking at how he loves us. And it will transform how we Amen. love him tonight. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to shoot straight with some of you tonight. You're trying to love God more by working harder. And, and I, I, I'm all for studying your Bible, and I'm all for praying and, and all those different kinds of things. And certainly, that's looking into the glory of God, right? But when you start seeing it as just something you're trying to do to to love, to get more love for Him. You do that all week long, and you come here on Sunday night, and you sit here and you feel like I've fallen short. I just don't know if I'm any further along or any better. Amen. I'm not saying quit doing those things, but I am telling you tonight, you need to learn to enjoy the Lord. Yes, amen. That's good. That's good. Amen. The secret to it. To, to experiencing and coming to know his love is when you just start enjoying Yes. Huh? Yes, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I think since Kim, 1989. Amen. Thinking about my sweetheart. She worked on the opposite corner kind of from where I worked. Uh, 88. Uh, the truth is, she sold, she sold drugs on the street corner. <laughs> she was working her way through college, working in the pharmacy. <laughs> Across the street, down just past Black's Building Center in Corning, Arkansas, a place called Clay County Courier, I was working. And uh, I worked at film and stuff like that. My job description, my title was the stripper. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, but, 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 you know, something started happening. And uh, since Kim's mom had been praying. <laughs> yeah. Thank the Lord. Uh, uh, but, but. But, you know, I told you, I told you about that prayer I prayed beside the bed one night. Long the fellow working second shift. Had no, no, this, this is a little bit, uh, a little bit down the road. And then I began to pray, Lord, uh, if you want me to 
every single person on that. I, I, I'll be all right with that. I'll accept that, Lord, if I just want to please you. I really, I, it was really something that happened. My life was changed. I said, I, I will accept that, Lord. But, Lord, if you can find it in your will, and then I want you to give me a wife, and I started making a list. And taking it twice. And I started just all these things. Somewhere along in making that list as I'm talking to God without even thinking about it, somehow it came out of my mouth. Lord, somebody like the king. It kind of shocked me when I said it. And then, you know what? No sooner than that happened until all of a sudden I couldn't go somewhere to eat on Sunday. Didn't have a social life working second shift. She'd be there. It just, you know, I'm talking about God was putting things together, right? Amen. But, but I went down that road to talk about it. You know what I did? Amen. I, I, I got a hold of her one day. I said, I said, let's go eat together. I picked her up there at the pharmacy and we went to Pizza Hut for our first date. We went to Pizza Hut. Amen? Personal pan pizza for our first date. We found us a little table for two. And man, it, it, what I'm talking about is enjoying God. Right? Amen. We, we was going to enjoy it. Another's company that I think about it, I can find out things about her, but what I really needed and what, what was going to help me was to enjoy her company, right? So, so we get there. Well, lo and behold, uh, her cousin Kevin White didn't show up, pull up a chair, and sit down right there with us. <laughs> and uh, and our, our very first date, and we didn't even hardly get to talk to one another, amen. We, we had someone sitting there, but but what began to happen is relationship began to develop and we began to enjoy one another. Amen. Amen. And that is how it works with God. You've got to learn how to enjoy God. Some of you trying to work your way into the right kind of relationship. And what I want to tell you tonight is if you just get to that place that you start enjoying Him. Amen. If you enjoy God's joy, you'll have more joy. Things about yourself you'd never understand otherwise. 
and, and God is God's looking for somebody to do that. But it's a two-part thing. It's, there, there is a divine partnership. And that's what we're talking about this year. Partnering with God. Working yes. with uh, God. Uh, the fact is, God has his part. And we can't do God's part in this. But we have our part. Amen. What I'm telling you tonight, you can't go through a prayer line and get it. You're not going to read a book and get it. God even himself won't do it for you. And then you, you, you've got, you can't get somebody else to do it for you either. It's your part. You have got to determine. I want to see the glory of God. I want to inquire in his temple. We've got to get it in our brains. Saturate our thoughts. With God's emotions <coughs> and His passion for us. All right, let me let me nail it down with a couple of scriptures here, John eight thirty two. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. What do you do? You got to first know the truth. That's right. Then the truth will make you free. You got to, Lord, show me the truth. Let me, Lord, truth is part of your glory. There's no, you can't lie. There's no lie in there. Oh, I never met anyone quite like that. And, and, and we know the truth. Reveal your truth to me. I just want to see your truth, Lord. And you know what happens? Then the truth will make us free. Romans 12 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yes, yes. Be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You keep looking at the world, and you'll just become more and more like the world and its thoughts and passions and desires and all of that. But when you get your mind renewed in yes. the Lord by gazing, inquiring, looking into His glory. Amen. What's going to happen is you are going to be transformed. Yes. There is power to transform you. And you will prove what is that. I'm not, we're not talking about testing. We're not talking about conjecture. We're not talking about hyperbole or, or, or hypothesis here tonight. Amen. You will prove what is that good and acceptable yes. and perfect yes. will of yes. God. You don't get there by telling yourself, I'm, I'm going to love God more this year. You get there when you begin to get a lifestyle of being Amen. Fill your mind with, with the word and the revelation of God's passion and love for you, and it will transform your own emotions. Amen. John 7 and 37, in the last day of that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. What do you do? I want to see you, Lord. What does your revelation say about you? Oh, I think, man, of that. I believe that, Lord. Oh, look at here what I have found about that. And you know what begins to happen? Amen. He, he 
that believeth on me, as the scriptures say, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out Amen. of your belly. What is your belly? The seat of your emotions. And God must there to be a river of emotion erupting in your spirit. So nobody has to say to you, let's all stand together and praise the Lord tonight. There is a river. There is a river that is flowing, springing up, amen, out of the seat of our emotions of love for God. Amen. And you start feeling that river, I'll tell you what will happen. You'll pull a JR. You will, you will flat lose your dignity. You you've got to be perfect. I'm not telling you that you've got to get everything together right now. What I am telling you is 
and say, I'm going to become an expert in the love of God.